Laws by country. United States. Today, every state plus the District of Columbia permits no-fault divorce, though requirements for obtaining a no-fault divorce vary. California was the first U.S. state to enact a no-fault divorce law. Its law was signed by Governor Ronald Reagan, a divorced and remarried former movie actor and came into effect in 1970. New York was the last state to enact a no-fault divorce law, that law was passed in 2010. Before no-fault divorce was available, spouses seeking divorce would often allege false grounds for divorce. Removing the incentive to perjure was one motivation for the no-fault movement. In the states of Wisconsin, Oregon, Washington, Nevada, Nebraska, Montana, Missouri, Minnesota, Michigan, Kentucky, Kansas, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Hawaii, Florida, Colorado, and California, a person seeking a divorce is not permitted to allege a fault-based ground, for example adultery, abandonment or cruelty. Requirements before the enactment of no-fault divorce Prior to the advent of no-fault divorce, a divorce was processed through the adversarial system as a civil action, meaning that a divorce could be obtained only through a showing of fault of one, and only one, of the parties in a marriage. This required that one spouse plead that the other had committed adultery, abandonment, felony, or other similarly culpable acts. However, the other spouse could plead a variety of defenses, like recrimination, essentially an accusation of so did you. A judge could find that the respondent had not committed the alleged act or the judge could accept the defense of recrimination and find both spouses at fault for the dysfunctional nature of their marriage. Either of these two findings was sufficient to defeat an action for divorce, which meant that the parties remained married. In some states, requirements were even more stringent. For instance, under its original, 1819, Constitution, Alabama required not only the consent of a court of chancery for a divorce, and only in cases provided for by law, but equally that of two-thirds of both houses of the state legislature. The required vote in this case was even stricter than that required to overturn the governor's veto in Alabama, which required only a simple majority of both houses of the General Assembly. This requirement was dropped in 1861, when the state adopted a new constitution at the outset of the American Civil War. Bypassing the showing of fault requirements for divorce. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. These requirements could be problematic if both spouses were at fault or if neither spouse had committed a legally culpable act but both spouses desired a divorce by mutual consent. Lawyers began to advise their clients on how to manufacture legal fictions to bypass the statutory requirements, with the result that by the 1920s, the actual operation of the legal system was completely at odds with statute and case law. One method popular in New York was referred to as collusive adultery, 
in which the husband would check into a hotel with a mistress obtained for the occasion. A photographer, also obtained for the occasion, would suddenly appear out of nowhere to take snapshots of the husband and his mistress in flagrante delicto. Upon presentation of the photos in court, the judge would convict the husband of adultery, and the couple could be divorced. In many other states, especially California, the most popular allegation for divorce was cruelty, which was then unavailable in New York. For example, in 1950, wives pleaded cruelty as the basis for 70% of San Francisco divorce cases. Wives would regularly testify to the same facts, their husbands swore at them, hit them, and generally treated them terribly. This procedure was described by Supreme Court of California Associate Justice Stanley Mosk. Every day, in every superior court in the state, the same melancholy charade was played, the innocent spouse, generally the wife, would take the stand and, to the accompanying cacophony of sobbing and nose-blowing, testify under the deft guidance of an attorney to the spousal conduct that she deemed cruel. An even simpler practice for people living in states where divorce was difficult to obtain was to go forum shopping. This meant one of the parties would move to another state where no-fault divorce was available, stay there long enough to become a resident, then file for divorce there. Nevada was extremely popular for this purpose as its residency period was only six weeks. For some couples, if there really was no problem in settling the issues of their marriage, a weekend trip to Mexico was also an option. Or in some cases, a party deciding they wanted to marry someone else could combine a filing for divorce and a new marriage in one trip to Mexico. As no fault became near universal, the need to use Nevada or Mexico to evade restrictive divorce laws became less and less necessary. Advocates for eliminating the showing of fault requirements. Many American lawyers and judges objected to the legal fictions used to satisfy the requirements for divorce, which were effectively rendering oaths meaningless and threatening to wreck the integrity of the American justice system by making perjury into a commonplace occurrence. American judges were deeply troubled by the cognitive dissonance between the court's duty to uphold the formal law and its intention nevertheless to accede to the demands of the consumers of justice. As early as the 1930s, a treatise on American family law complained. In divorce litigation it is well known that the parties often seek to evade the statutory limitations and thus there is great danger of perjury, collusion, and fraud. In many cases no defense is interposed, and often when the case is contested the contest is not waged with vigor or good faith. Thus, advocates for no-fault divorce argued that the law should be changed to provide a straightforward procedure for ending a marriage, rather than forcing a couple who simply couldn't get along to choose between living together in marital hell or lying under oath in open court. The most prominent advocate of this position was feminist law professor Herma Hill Kay, who later became dean of UC Berkeley School of Law. At its convention in 1947, the National Association of Women Lawyers, NAWL, voted to draft and promote a bill that would embody the ideal of no-fault divorce and describes its efforts to promote the passage of no-fault divorce laws as the greatest project NAL has ever undertaken. Other states were slower to adopt no-fault divorce. For example, Pennsylvania did not introduce no-fault divorce until around 1980. California's Family Law Act of 1969 California adopted no-fault divorce with the Family Law Act of 1969, which became effective January 1, 1970. The Act abolished California's action for divorce and replaced it with a proceeding for dissolution of marriage on the grounds of irreconcilable differences. The grounds of irreconcilable differences are accepted as true, and can be based on the assertions of one of the parties to the marriage. Uniform Marriage and Divorce Act 
At about the same time that California adopted no-fault divorce, the National Conference of Commissioners of Uniform State Laws, NCASL, appointed a committee to draft a uniform marriage and divorce law for consideration by state legislatures, and the American Bar Association's Family Law Section was asked to appoint a committee to work with the committee from the NCASL. The initial draft of the Uniform Marriage and Divorce Law written by the NCUSL Committee would direct judges to grant the petitioner's request to end the marriage if the judge found that the marriage was irretrievably broken, a term which this draft did not define. Since the term irretrievably broken was not defined, the committee from the American Bar Association, ABA, Family Law Section disapproved of this draft of the Uniform Marriage and Divorce Act. In response, the Nkussel Committee added a 180-day separation requirement in order for judges to find that the marriage had been irretrievably broken. However, the Nkussel Committee also added language to allow judges to grant a petitioner a divorce if there is serious marital discord adversely affecting one or both parties toward the marriage. The committee from the ABA Family Law Section objected to the ability of a petitioner to avoid the 180-day separation requirement by asserting serious marital discord. In his letter recommending that the American Bar Association House of Delegates not approve the amended draft proposed by the NCUSL, Arnold J. Gibbs, the chairman of the ABA Family Law Section, stated that the NCUSL's proposed draft created a rubber-stamp type of divorce procedure. He wrote, The creation of a mere rubber-stamp type of divorce procedure would not be in the best interests of the family, its individual members, and society in general. Copies of the recommendation to disapprove the NCUSL's amended draft were provided to the National Conference of Commissioners of Uniform State Laws, NCUSL, Young Lawyers Section and the National Association of Women Lawyers, NAWL. The committee from the NCUSL refused to further amend its draft of the Uniform Marriage and Divorce Act. At the 1974 midwinter meeting of the American Bar Association in Houston, Council members of the Family Law Section indicated dissatisfaction with the public image the section was getting from its opposition to the NCUSL's draft of the Uniform Marriage and Divorce Act. In a policy statement, the ABA Family Law Section chose to recognize separation only as conclusive evidence of marital breakdown and not as its unbending test, implying that other kinds of evidence would be admissible to establish breakdown as well. Adoption of No-Fault Divorce Laws by the Other States By 1977, Nine states had adopted no-fault divorce laws, and by late 1983, every state but South Dakota and New York had adopted some form of no-fault divorce, although some forms were not as easy to obtain as that in California. South Dakota adopted no-fault divorce in 1985. Until August 2010, New York still lacked a unilateral no-fault divorce statute, under New York divorce law, only if both parties executed and acknowledged a separation agreement and lived separately for one year could a judge convert it into a divorce. New York Governor David Patterson signed a no-fault divorce bill on August 15, 2010. As of October 2010, no-fault divorce is allowed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Conservative Opposition in the 2020s In the 2020s, conservative activists, including Stephen Crowder, Matt Walsh, Michael Knowles, and Tim Poole, as well as some state Republican parties have advocated for the abolition or restriction of no-fault divorce. Canada In Canada before 1968, the only grounds for divorce were adultery or cruelty. However, in 1968, the Divorce Act was amended to permit divorce for other reasons, including physical and mental cruelty and separation for at least three years. The Divorce Act was amended in 1986 to reduce the separation period to one year, with no requirement to prove fault by either spouse.
The fault grounds for divorce are also available. United Kingdom. The fault-based system as used in England and Wales prior to 2022 had been reported in the media as unnecessarily provocative, in that couples had to appropriate blame for the marriage breakdown. The UK Family Justice System followed the Children Act 1989 Part 1 Section 1 which states the child's welfare shall be the court's paramount consideration when a court determines any question with respect to the upbringing of a child. Following years of campaigning by the legal community, the UK Parliament passed the Divorce, Dissolution and Separation Act 2020, which came into force on April 6, 2022 under which a spouse only has to declare to the court, without having to prove fault or separation, that their marriage has irretrievably broken down. This reform also applies to dissolving a civil partnership. Scotland permits de facto no-fault divorce under certain grounds set out by the Divorce, Scotland, Act 1976, as amended by the Family Law, Scotland, Act 2006. One example where no-fault divorce is allowed in Scotland is when a couple proves they have resided separately for at least a year and non-fault divorce can therefore be granted with the consent of the other party.